Are you wanting to be more adventurous? You might need a financial plan first. That's what we're going to talk about on today's episode. From the streets of San Antonio, straight to your wallet, it's Jake's Two Cents on Jake of All Trades. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Today, we're going to be talking about an article, 68% of Americans want to be more adventurous. Is that you? And this comes from the Good News Network. So, Jake, we're going to talk about this um, fact that a lot of Americans, and I, I suspect it's more than this, really. I th- this I feel like this is lowballing it um, in terms of wanting I, to be more adventurous. Agreed. I would agree with that too. I think, yeah, I think sometimes people can't even fathom at the moment whatever their life may be throwing at them to to see beyond and and to be more adventurous. But I I would imagine that more people would like to be. Yeah, and so what we're going to talk about today is, if you're one of those people, how to be more adventurous and how, um, you know, so this is something for me personally, I've, I've, I I think we've talked about this on the show, I'm pretty adventurous in certain aspects of my life, but not others. And I think having a better approach to my finances would have helped me in doing some of the things that I would like to do. I mean, even a smarter approach to the RV road trip thing. Cause one of the things that stopped me so far, is just the expense of it. And it just, it turned out I couldn't quite, you know, do just because gas and all the things you had to pay for, you know, right. it's more expensive than I anticipated. And so I'm doing a much smaller, shorter one than I could have otherwise done. Right. Um, you know, so there's, yeah. there's a lot. And I think there's a lot to that in thinking about finances are, um, you know, at least an important way to approach this idea. Of Absolutely. Yeah, totally. So and if not you, necessarily a lot of money. I'll finish. By no, saying. right. Like you don't have to have a lot of money at all. You can see in the article, they talk about, you know, some of the minimal costs to traveling, right. And doing some of these adventures. I think they said, you know, average cost spent was like $2,000 a year or something like that. Wow. Uh, and so very affordable, but what's interesting is like the psychology behind this article and how it relates to financial planning. So I talk about this a lot with clients when it comes to retirement planning specifically, because a lot of times clients who are preparing to retire, maybe they haven't thought about the things that they want to do in retirement, but one of the key ingredients to making it a successful retirement is having a financial plan in place and feeling secure in that plan. And the reason is just because so much of your mental energy and your anxiety and your inability to do stuff is tied to money, right? If you have a solid plan that kind of eliminates some of that stress for you so that you have more time and attention and energy to focus on maybe achieving some of these other quote unquote adventurous activities that you might want to pursue. Now, let me ask you something, a wild question. I like that's wild just, questions. That's out, out there. Um, so one, I have, I have on the screen the top 10 signs of an adventurous person and how many identifies having these, how many people identifies having those traits, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a, there's a couple of things this brings to mind when we're talking about psychology. So one is the, the indication of this, um, S or this, um, statistic view and other places is that other places I've seen 
is that some of our views of finances and what we need in terms of security may be entrenched in us, like some people more than others. Does that make sense? So some people psychologically just have to have more order, safety, and things of that nature in their lives. Okay. Right. Like, and I don't know if you've ever heard of the big five personality test. No. So, well, I mean, so there's, there's stuff that this is indicating like openness to experience. They can actually, you know, if you take this psychological test, they can rate, you know, what your openness to experience is. It's a very intensive psychological test. And what they found in doing this with hundreds of thousands of people is some people are just, no matter who they are, where they are, what stage of their life is that it's somewhat, there's a, there's a, um, a limit to how much they can change that. Right. So it's okay. Right. It's not like it's... if you're not open or if you're very open, you can all of a sudden become unopen, right. And just close the door. Or if right. you're pretty more unopen, it's harder to get. So there, there's for everyone's different is my point. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and it's right. not just, I don't think personally, it's not just um, nurture, right. Mm-hmm. There, there's some, ingrained in some people more than others for whatever reason i guess you could say it's it's kind of cemented Mm -hmm. now so the question is you know if you're that let's talk about that person then we can talk about the other person if you're that person you know for you jake what can that person do to feel more comfortable being bold which i think many of those types of people want to be right well, so I, I mean, I think that's the perfect example of, again, having a financial plan in place, because a lot of times I think people get misconstrued with a financial plan, meaning that you're wealthy, right? That's not necessarily true. Okay. So everybody needs a plan of some kind. You make a plan every day to accomplish something throughout the day. You have a life plan. You have plans to get married. You have plans to do all sorts of things, right? Right. A financial plan can help you become wealthy, but it can also just help you understand exactly where you are from a financial perspective with your current situation. Mm -hmm. And I believe that if you're the type of person that needs order, you need to see clearly defined goals for yourself and making progress and having things organized. And then when that security is there, maybe all of a sudden you feel a lot more confident in being bold and doing better, bigger and better things. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, cause what I'm getting for, for boldness and adventuresome, one of the things that pops into my head personally is spontaneousness. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, so I, I've, um, you see this in the movies and I've never done it. I don't even know if I've known anybody who's done it, but it sounds fun. Part of me says this is fun, which is you just with whatever you got on your back, you just go to the airport pick a place and go whatever's available. Uh-huh. And like, now that's the ultimate in spontaneity. Right. And, um, but I, I think there could be something very enjoyable about the experience of figuring it out as you get there. Right. Like you sure. get to this place. It's like, okay, I got to have an Airbnb. Uh, maybe, you know, like I'm, I'm not saying be that wild where you don't go with any chargers or anything. Maybe you have like a little, um, you know, to go bag or something like kit, Right. Yeah. Just like yeah. a get kit. Like I, but that sounds fun and but i think a lot of people would resist that because well i have to have you know how so like spontaneity with planning right like which is kind of contradictory but 
you know, even in that kind of spontaneous, spontaneous thing, you, you don't want to go without a phone charger because you're going to be stuck in Indonesia with no phone charger in your right. and they're going to read about you in the news or something. And it's not <laughs> going to be the good news network. Yeah. So, <laughs> so nothing wrong with Indonesia, but so I'm thinking, as you just said that maybe it's not even, maybe we shouldn't call it a plan in this context for people like that. Right. Maybe it's a checklist because in reality, part of that checklist for you to be that spontaneous is that, okay, if I'm going to just take off, have I paid my car payment? Have I made my rent payment? Have I yeah. taken care of all of these extraneous things? If you have a checklist, financial checklist, plan, whatever you want to call it, already in place, now you can really focus on the true spontaneity of whatever activity you're trying to accomplish, because then you don't have to necessarily worry about all of the rest of that stuff. And the mm -hmm. other cool thing is that with a plan, or with at least a, a guide from a financial standpoint about how much you make and how much you spend and how much you can can devote to this kind of activity, now you have yourself a high-level budget. So you have $3,000 that you know you've got available. That can go a long way too in, in giving you the, the confidence to be spontaneous. Because if you know, I have a little wiggle room to do whatever I want to, that's going to make you feel a lot better and it probably help you enjoy the experience more, I would think. Yes. So, so just so we're clear, I didn't say this properly before the there's in the big five personality test, which I recommend people take this. This is the most accurate I've ever taken. Although, you know, I'm not a professional, just putting that out there, but it's the most accurate I've ever taken. The type of person we're talking about now is what's called the conscientious, the more conscientious. And of okay. course, we're all somewhat conscientious, but mm -hmm. this is the person who's, you know, up higher. So just to give you a reference, my openness um, to experience, which is inventiveness, curiosity, and things like that versus, you know, uh, cautiousness, my openness to experience, um, it was actually like 99 or something like that out of 100. Uh, so, I was, you know, but my, my conscientiousness was something like uh, 49 or 55, I think. So it was a little mid range. Which right. is conscientiousness is the number one factor of determine of uh, determining someone's success because it's productivity and productiveness. Mm -hmm. So it's something that I'm always working on. Anyway, so the point is that we're talking about right now the conscientious person. That person probably more than anyone needs to uh, plan to be spontaneous, which For sounds sure. like a contradiction. But the way to think about it is to have spontaneity within limits, like within a boundary. So it's like, right. you know, like the idea, one, one example I heard was, um, you know, as a date example, like if your things are getting humdrum with your significant other, uh, which happens after a while, right. You know, just, just, um, even you can make going out to dinner a little bit more fun by driving around the city and the 10th restaurant that you see, you go to no matter what. Right. So you count one and in each of you play. So you're kind of like playing, you're kind of playing a game. So it may be a crappy mm -hmm. restaurant or maybe a great one, but you don't know. And it's a way to kind of teach you or to give you that opportunity to be a little more um, structured or, or spontaneous, but it's within a uh, boundary. Kind of a, right. Right. So it's right. giving you parameters uh, to do that, which is helpful because otherwise you're just going to debate over and over again. Like, oh, I don't know if I want to go to that. It's like, no, just go to the 10th one, period. Right. Right. And yeah. so that's the conscientious person. It's the same thing with like going to the trip. You know, you can do the, the, the spontaneous thing where the spontaneous thing is 
you know, on Friday, I'm going to go to the airport and pick one. I'm not even going to look at it ahead of time. Right. So, so the spontaneity is that. That's the spon- spontaneous thing. And then everything else is kind of planned a little bit. Right. So you have the bag you have of your with your chargers, which is a, to me apparently very important. <laughs> very important. You keep mentioning the chargers. <laughs> the chargers. <laughs> Why well, is you know, I don't know. If for some reason it's modern era, you gotta have something. Uh, right. But you're not gonna get Airbnbs where you're going, you're just gonna get there and figure it out when you get there. Right. And right. then stay for five days, something like that, or whatever it is. So yeah. that, that that's one way to do it. And then what you're saying, I think, is you by having a checklist and a plan a financial plan, you can be confident that it's not that big a deal. Uh, you know, you, you've gotten everything taken care of and, um, you know, you have your charger in your phone. You could always check it online if you have. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just think about like the quality of the experience too, right? If you're, if you are spontaneous and you have absolutely no idea about anything that's going on with your personal financial situation, but you decide you're going to jump ship on a Friday and go explore the world. Eventually I feel as regardless of the type of personality, either you're going to run out of money or you're going to start to get worried about it. If you didn't at least have some type of plan in the beginning before you made that decision. So to me, the financial piece of this, the financial plan piece is just strictly objective. So regardless of your personality, regardless of how you, how you could experience these uh, being spontaneous, the objective matter of it is that you got to pay for stuff. And it's always a little bit more comforting if you at least have a general idea of what you can afford. Right. Well, I think that's hundred percent true. And I guess the point I'm trying to make is that someone like the conscientious person is going to be um, nervous or, or one of the other big five personalities, neuroticism, they may be a little bit more neurotic about it like thinking about it more often than the more open person who's like eh whatever Mm. (laughs) i'll figure it out when i get back right Right. so it's like yes you're right for both parties it's important to have the checklist equally Mm -hmm. but they serve different purposes for each part so i'm you know i'm just trying to parse it out for the individual who's more conscientious they have to have things a certain way they're not spontaneous for that person you should be um you know, have a certain kind of checklist, work with a financial planner and say, Hey, you know, to Jake, Hey Jake, I want to have some spontaneity. So I don't know how to plan that, but let's, you know, I just want to have something where I have a certain checklist and I'm ready with my go bag, whatever to go on a a trip with my significant other somewhere. It's not something I'm very good at and I want to do more of it. And so it's, you know, you're planning to be spontaneous and that's important for the conscientious person. Right. And even though it's equally important to have, yeah. Objective. I like that you're you've identified like different personalities as well because this is reflected in the financial planning work I do every day. So, when I'm putting together plans, this is why when I always talk about plans being individualized, right? They're they have to be catered to the the person. And not only is it the type of person you are and the way you spend money, but it's also your behaviors, right? If you're not somebody that sticks with a budget, if you're somebody who's super spontaneous, well, your plan is going to be a little more loosey goosey, right? <laughs> but at least you still have. Thanks for some... using loosey goosey. Yeah, I'm, I've always <laughs> wanted to use loosey goosey in an example. Uh, but you will still need a plan. It may look completely different than the other personality where we're literally planning to be spontaneous, right? Because there are yes. different objectives in both of those situations. 
the foundation still to me is the same, right? You need that comfort needs to be there. So I'll give you an example. The, I worked with a client yesterday and this client is retired, retired early, and it falls in the camp of, of being less spontaneous, very structured, uh, very orderly. And so now we've reached this point where she doesn't really know what to do. Right. And she doesn't know what to do with her time. So when we put a plan together, we determined that she can take out some money from her accounts and it's almost like treating it like an allowance every month. And now she can use that allowance to go be spontaneous. Right. And for her, it's provided a sense of comfort to her just to know that number, that dollar amount in the back of her head. I didn't tell her where to go. Nobody told her where to go or what to do, but now she has the confidence to feel like, okay, I can do something. I still don't know what it's going to be, but I'll do it. The flip side of that, I'll have a client that, you know, comes to me and says, well, here's my pattern of travel and this is what I'm used to doing. So I just want you to take a look and tell me, should I adjust some things? Recognizing though, that this is my lifestyle and I'm not going to change it. Well, now they have a totally different kind of plan, but there's still a plan needed. Yeah. Yeah. And I, so, um, with that, that, that's an interesting one because in the the survey we looked at for, uh, the good news network, they found that, um, most people wait till retirement to have a lot of this adventuresome, or they say they're going to wait till retirement, which is something I've talked about numerous times in the past. And because the, the, you know, I've, I've, as the, the opposite of that, you know, in terms of spontaneity in a lot of ways, I, I find that almost um, sad sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, to see someone who's worked hard and made a lot of money and or a good amount of money and they don't spend it on on anything. And they don't. And in even more than that is that they don't know how to spend it on something. They don't even know what to spend it on. And to me, that that seems to be a lack of. And I don't want to criticize too much because I've criticized myself to going the other way, but mm-hmm. it seems to be in that opposite spectrum, a almost a lack of developing your own um, hobbies, desires. You know, desires have to be cultivated, right? They, mm-hmm. They're not born randomly usually. And um, so I may cultivate my desires a little too much, maybe, you know, I go for it all the time, right? Whereas the other side doesn't even, they kind of block off their, their stuff. It's too much. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, I see the tragedy of both sides to some degree now that I'm getting a little older. And I think on the the side you're talking about, that is one of the problems and of waiting until you retire, which I always, I hate that idea of, you know, Oh, you know, it's like, it's the same thing with like, you know, I'll, uh, I'll, um, have a kid after I make a certain amount of money. Right. Or I'll, I'll do this when I have a certain amount of this. And it's like, wait, one, you don't know that you'll ever get that. And it may be too late by that point. And then, you know, especially with retirement, you may die before retirement. I mean, you know, knock on wood. And then you didn't enjoy your life. Right. right? You just worked and work is great. But so the point Mm -hmm. is, this is a very serious topic. And if you, um, you know, especially if you make a little bit of money, it's definitely, and you're conscientious, you don't have those strong desires yet. I do think as the authority on making crazy spontaneous decisions that <laughs> and developing desire as my, my life purpose, yeah. <laughs> I definitely think it's worthwhile to work with someone like Jake 
who can help you feel comfortable taking advantage of some of the money you make. Using life, life matters in the interim. Yeah. It totally matters in the interim. So there's, there is a fine balance. And I like what you just said about if you're not there mentally, right? If you don't feel like you're there mentally, but you feel like you're there resource wise, that's the perfect time for you to start talking to somebody, myself or somebody else about ways to get there mentally. Cause now you have the resources, the ability, the youth, maybe the time you just have to get there mentally to be able to take advantage of some of this stuff and enjoy life in the interim. And even if you don't think you're ready, you resource wise completely, right? Cause you that's perceptive get, right? perception. Yeah. You might be yeah. making, you know, $150,000 and like living by yourself in a, a two, you know, a $1,100 apartment. <laughs> you know, that's right. like, yeah, you yeah. could afford going on trips. Like, you know, and so, <laughs> Um, not to say you should only do that or you shouldn't work, but I'm, I'm just saying you could save, you could invest and you can go on some trips. And I did want to, you know, just as a pointer, um, Jake has had on the show, a travel person named Chase Albenshine as one of his early episodes, travel silly. And I, so I, my point is I I recommend if you're that type of person or anybody looking into, excuse me, looking into these travel adventurous, some people who document and teach you how to do that because i've even learned a lot about this like i he was um chase was actually telling me recently um of how cheap it is to go to vietnam (laughs) which is a weird place to think about but you know you can for like uh less than fifteen hundred dollars stay there for over a month easily and yeah it's like in one of the cheapest places you can go to and they have all the the you know they're, they're becoming you know, they have all the, th- the first world amenities that their wealth, they're becoming more wealthy. So, you know, you can get great internet. You can, so you can actually, so I've actually been thinking about hmm, maybe I should just go there. I could do, you know, this show there as well and just kind of work for a month or two and just take a, a weird vacation and just, and work since I work personally work remotely. Obviously right. if you don't do that, you can't do that, but maybe you can work something out with your, your boss. And maybe you said, Hey, you know, I could still work remotely for two months. Can I do that? And you never know. So I'm just saying, like, think outside the box there. And if you're that's not your strong suit, there are people like Chase uh, at Travel Silly who can help you with that. For sure. And then, of course, having the other side of getting the focus on your finances. Exactly. Get a plan and you would be surprised. You'd be amazed at how much better you feel about your decision making ability just with having a simple plan. Yeah. And then, you know, on the other side. That's something that if you're the spontaneous side, you have to make yourself do. Exactly. Right. Like I think yeah. it's probably easier to get the plan somewhat for the person who's not spontaneous because they may focus on the plan too much. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. And versus yeah, me, that's it's like, true. Well, I'm just going to buy a motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that spontaneous personality, you got to, you got to rein it in a little bit, right? Little to bit. make, make the most of your resources that you have for sure. Yeah. Cause you get to do more stuff that way. Exactly. Um, unless you want to vagabond, which is a thing. <laughs> and like, there's a whole movement vagabonding. Have you heard of this? Is that just like hitchhiking or. Yeah. I mean, it's like living, you know, going place, almost couch surfing, but maybe even a level mm-hmm. below it. You're going in hostels a lot. You're just oh, kind of backpacking go. around the world. And, um, but even then, like from what I've seen, you still probably shouldn't have a little bit of money in the bank just in case. Like, yeah. oh, I got to get home. 
Like I need to have an extra right? thousand yeah. to get home now and start, you know, because something's going on. Right. So anyway, yeah. that's the idea. Well, cool. I liked this episode. It was fun. But yeah. for those that are listening, the message is be spontaneous, no matter your personality. And there's a way when there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you guys. Right there. Lucy Goosey, thank you guys so much for watching this episode. Be sure to check me out on social media by searching for at Jake's Two Cents and check out the blog at jakestwocents.com. Remember, you are the expert of your own life, and that is my two cents. See you later. Securities and advisory services offered through Commonwealth Financial Network. Member FINRA, SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Fixed insurance products and services offered through CES Insurance Agency. Actual performance and results will vary. These interviews do not constitute a recommendation as to the suitability of any investment for any person or persons having circumstances similar to those portrayed. Consult a financial advisor regarding your specific circumstances.